Welcome to the It's Possible podcast, where we tackle topics between life, business, and everything in between, and how we make it all possible with your hosts, John and Amy. Let's take it away. On today's episode, Amy and I dive into the world of why she hates the holidays, why she hates this time of year, and we go on a whole bunch of different tangents. And we touch on topics around what it was like when she was growing up for the holidays or going on trips out to Florida with her family, what it was like uh, choosing colognes and perfumes, which was a very interesting tangent, and a variety of other things. Henry even makes an appearance at the end of the episode to tell us how many days we have until Christmas. Enjoy. Um, totes my goats. Totes my goats. Okay. The holidays are upon us. I hate. But you, you do, but you did enjoy spirited. I, well, I love. Okay. Go ahead. This was so weird is people are always like for adult get togethers. It's like, Hey, do you want to come like drink and play? Like I enjoy games. Indeed. But I am terrified of like. Being in front of people and, like, having to speak. And it's always these games where it's, like, charades and, like, act like a hooker type thing. What games have you been playing? What parties have you gone to? You know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, charades and, like, it's always, like, something sexual and weird and it's just... (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be... I was talking to somebody the other day where it was, like, like, the not safe for work versions of stuff. Whoa, you all right? You just gave me a look of terror. Pure terror just came over your face. That was a wrong tube situation. Um, No, not safe for work, right? So NSFW versions of Cards Against Humanity or whatever it is, right? But it always feels weird because if you're playing cards like that or you're playing a game with a bunch of other like married adults, it's like, so are we all exchanging partners later? Are we doing weird sex stuff together That's later? I, like, I don't. Because it feels like if we're all talking about like cum and blowjobs and yeah. this is part of like the communication of these cards, it just seems like we're rounding first base pretty steadily of like foreplay. Yes. I know. Because like I got invited to the sex party. And, like, I get it. and I don't get invited to these types of parties. I don't get to go to a sex party, you know? Well, it's like sex toy party. I oh. guess the toy is an important Let's be specific. Noun, Indeed. Yes. But, like, yeah, that's a big that's a difference, isn't it? I didn't realize that. <laughs> I, I got, invited, got invited to this sex party. <laughs> it's in the neighborhood. We know the people. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, but it's... I just... I get embarrassed and I know it's stupid because ve- women become very open and I am an open, but like I'm more than willing to share. Indeed. But I don't, I don't want to talk about these things with people. Okay. For me, it's a very private matter. Indubitably. You get embarrassed. I do get embarrassed. Like I will happily share, but also like I've had a lot of complications with my surgery and childbirth and I've had a lot of problems and I, sh- I have a lot of struggles. Like I, I, I have a hard time even talking to my doctor about these things. Yeah. And so I don't I don't like it get and the the I think for me the main thing that I don't like with a lot of parties, which you get is just something that adults do, but it's always 
paired with alcohol. And that's yeah, yeah, definitely for me. I don't mind that people drink. I truly don't. Yeah. What I don't like is that it's inevitable that nobody just is an adult. Like that concept doesn't exist. Everyone just retroverts and like uses it as an excuse apparently, or everyone just is still a child. Everyone is still a child. I just like for me, it's the same reason why like the sex toy party. Cause like I, again, I was forced to go to them when I was in college okay. and it was always like the dental office, like someone in the dental office was, th- cause they're like Tupperware parties. Uh huh. Cause it's like the more you buy, the more that person gets. A so this game. is like old school with Andy Dick. Yes. Got very it. much. Okay. And it is like, it just became weird because there's always alcohol. And then like the, the 60 year old receptionist who was like my mom in the office is now getting loose and talking about blowjobs and like looking through the anal beads. And it's like, like, Oh, this is nothing like the 82 basketball team. Yeah. And it's like, I, this, I don't, I don't like that. I know that makes me prudish a little bit, but it's but, like, but you are consistently prudish across the board on all the topics. Well, the one thing that I did enjoy, because I don't like women and I don't like groups, but the one thing that I did enjoy was when we lived here before, the Mormons had a book club uh-huh. and we'd get together and eat like cheesecake and have a book club, but there was only like two of us that would actually read the book. So then it just became kind of like gossip hour. I was depressed because I'm like, I I want to talk about the book. I'm excited about the book. You know you're a loser. Yeah, I know. When you just, when you nerd up the Mormon book club gathering. But I know, like, I know I'm No, it's all right. You know exactly what you like, though. You And and you own it. And and you're pretty upfront about it. It's like, it's, this isn't my bag. Like, I don't like this. I don't want to do these things. But I just, like, why can't people get together? Like, if it's like a let's get together and talk about gardens and, like, flowers and baking and, like, sourdough bread making. I think there are those things, though. At the library. With hey, grandmas, but I'm. Uh, listen, yeah, you, what you have expl- you've described, is the most library grandmothery thing. Mm-hmm. I just I want to learn how to crochet so I can go to the meetings. Check. Mm-hmm. No, do you know how excited they'd be? <laughs> Somebody walked in, thirty five, fifty five years their junior. Just being like, I would love to learn big. Oh, my God. We're so excited. But don't talk to Brittany over there. She's a cunt. She's evil. Don't talk to her. Sit with us. There's no grandma named Brittany yet. It doesn't exist. It's coming. It's coming. Tiffany's and Brittany's. Kimberly's. Ashley's. Don't talk to Gwendolyn. She's a bitch. They still think it's like Dorothy and Patty. There's got to be a Deborah. Gwen, a Gwendolyn. Gwen. I've never known a Gwendolyn in my whole life. A Dorothy. Dorothy. But it's weird because like, <clears throat> well, the names are circling, but like for the boys, for the girls, it's still these weird names. And it's always like Lynn, Brynlyn and Brentley. There's and, no normal names. No. But like. For, Even for the boys. Well, it is. No. And our family has seemed to double down on it because we have a Jack, which is a super old name, yes. Henry, which is a super old name, mm-hmm. a Walter, which is just damn it, and then an Arthur. Yeah. 
Yep. So it's, it's our old. family has some old names, but the new but generation like, absolutely does not. Think but about I feel it. like the boy names are always like John no. and Joseph. There's not been a single John or Joseph on any of the teams that Henry has had. Because do you want to know why? I know that because I've coached all of them. Omari, Ryland. Ryland, the, the Cadens and Bradens and uh-huh. Laydens and yeah. I had one team Everyone's one year that was name. four <clears throat> kids were either Camden Cam. or Cameron. Yeah. Some yeah. version of those two names. Cam, yeah. So there's, I just had four Cams. I guess that's true. Rowdy, Rit, Omari. Ro. I love sweet. It doesn't. It's not a cut against the children. It just is. I I disagree with your assessment that old names are coming back. My, none of the boys, Michael, Henry, or Jack, have a single friend. They don't know anyone named John. Henry has a. There's a couple Henrys, and it throws him. Yes, I would agree that we've heard <laughs> Henry like twice. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no one named John. Michael knows almost no Michaels. Yeah, he's a he's. He There's not one real. kid who's Henry's age that's named Michael. Yes, that's it. Sweet Michael. Like it just is, and then his brother's Caleb. Good names, but I just yes, but I just, just like is. just good. I I did not like Michael, but it was. Don't it tell was. him that. I have told him that you don't like him. I wanted I wanted it to be Gavin. I wanted it to be Gavin Michael. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> but but then you would have fallen right into the trap of everybody else. I heard the name Gavin when I was a child, and I liked it. Oh, really? Mine was Xavier. I always wanted to name one of my children Xavier. And Gabriel. You wanted a Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel was a cool one, too. Yeah. He's a badass angel. Like, killed people. Isn't Michael the archangel, though? Yeah, they're, they're, it all falls in. But just Michael and John are like... The dumbest names because they're so common. Oh, man. <clears throat> it's early. I know. It's but- early in the day to be getting that much truth. No, it is. It's it's, it's a regular name. Like, but you're named, it- I mean, you're named after a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. But like John's, Dave's, and Joe's. And I guess Mike's. Mike's in there. The four. Like, I don't. And Danny. Danny. Daniel. Dan, Dan, yeah. Yeah. The, the biblical names. That's what they are. I know what they are. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Oh, there, I guess there's more. Daniel. Luke. There's like lots. Yeah. There's there's tons. But Matthew. We need to bring Job back. See, nobody just wants to put that on their kid, though. Mm-hmm. We just, they suffer well, their Well, apparently they'll life. put June on their child because, <laughs> damn it. Nobody normal does that. No. So, yeah, our nephew is not named Arthur. We call him Artie. His middle name is Arthur, but his name is June Arthur. King Arthur. <clears throat> we call him King Arthur or Artie or Artemis. But Artemides. Yes. Yes. There's lots of fun names. <laughs> yes. But. <laughs> <laughs> but so you were saying. So the reality the is you hate the holidays. We were talking about sex parties, though. Like we were, you, you and, got and deviated I have, with names. I have to asterisk that. I enjoy our friends, and I enjoy. I do enjoy going. I just don't like the part of the evening where everybody gets extra, extremely and artificially extroverted. Yeah, because it's like they have. Because yeah. for me, I always think I'm like, so are you this cloaked all the time? 
and yes. this is the real you? Yes. Or is it that, uh, it, that is what it is? But truthfully. I don't like. But it's like I liked I liked the you that wasn't like this. So why are you doing that? You don't have to be this outlandish. But I think and that drunk the, just beat. I liked you the way you were. I think, but I think people that are that are old that are adults. They get so stuck up and they get so tied into wearing a false face. I don't like that. For, for, yeah, fucking for real. But that's that's reality is if you are at a, a nine to five job, you are with other people. It's all fake. It's just it's all bullshit. Everybody is fake all the fucking time. And there's very rarely that you will find people that act the same all the time. I feel like I'm. You are very consistent. You do not change. I, ha- I have to. You are. You are not this. No, I have to pretend when I'm with other people. You do, but you you are very open and you share and you because it's just the two of us here talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm also the person that you're most comfortable with talking to. But I feel like I can do this to our. Fr- I have to reserve some things. I can't be just brutally honest with people because people get butt hurt. People. But see, that's it. Bunch of pussies. That, but that you're yes, one correct. But two, Thank yes, you, you can. I, and three, you're just doing what everyone else does at just a different degree. Is everyone has these false sense of either who they are, who they're talking to, and how they have to somehow edit themselves. Mm-hmm. The only time that I truthfully probably edit myself. Is when I am talking to someone that is a little old lady. Your mother. My mother, for sure. She was next on the list. But little old people. My mother, right? People that it's where it's I am not myself at 100%. But other than that, and probably kids. Little kids, I edit myself, right? You are so excited around kids. You You have to be. like this and everything's exciting. Because you have yes, to be. Yes. You have to be excited because you're bringing the energy. Yes. And and but just take that same type of excitement. If I'm around people that I do enjoy or around people that I don't give a fuck about, I am exactly who I am all the time. That's true. I think that's why people like you. I think that's why people probably have opinions about me. They like you a lot. They like you so much more than me. It's either you like me or you don't like me. Oh, they like you. I know. Well, maybe. But that's my point. Like, there's a guy that we work with and have worked for for years. And I got, and I worked with him for years prior to us working with him on, in the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he is exactly who he is all the, all the time. He is blunt. He is upfront. He's forward. He'll tell you exactly how he thinks something is. He'll tell you exactly as it is. And he does not play politics. At all. At all. To his own detriment. And he's open about the fact that it's been to his own detriment. But he knows exactly where he stands. It also makes spending time with him and interacting with him. Pleasurable. Exactly. Because you know exactly where you stand. And there's no frilly bullshit. And that's what makes it hard. So, so many people don't live that life. Mm -hmm. They live a pretend-ass life. Where they talk about their pretend-ass shit. And put on a pretend-ass show about the pretend-ass fucking kids and their pretend-ass fucking life. And that's what it is. I hate it. And when you put alcohol into the mix, that's when things can get interesting. 
It's not interesting. Because it's it is because the mask gross. comes off. The mask comes off. No, but it, what's interesting? What's interesting? Like it's I had a friend growing up who struggled greatly, like psychologically, because he had his brother died and his parents just had a really morphed, fucked sense of how they interacted with him as the last living child that they had, and oh, they were I know so. This person. You don't know him. I've never met him, but I know his damn name because no. apparently the death of the son was, it, I, you could tell, like, it's the forefront of their entire existence. Yes. Yes. Okay. His, his name starts with an A. Yeah. Okay. And ends so you with do a know. very. <laughs> sure. So that poor bastard, when we were in high school, if he got drinking and drank a little bit too much, that poor son of a bitch would start crying all the fucking time. He needed therapy. He needed a hug. Do you just still talk to and him? And we were not, we were just back and forth in social media every you once in a while. Him. Just give him a hug. Just, just send say, him a hug gift. I don't hey, know bra. if you realize this, but I'm, I'm sorry for your life. But if do you no realize that that's not you are who I am? Important. You are You are strong. You are strong. You are special. You are not you living are in your brother's shadow. Yes. You are special. No, see, that's not me. I know. I, I know. I don't do that. I was going to say, you should do it. <laughs> so, so no, remember, this is the whole anti of doing that. So, no, it's, but you, that mask comes off a little bit. And what's really in there is just a really sad fucking kid. I know. So that's what makes alcohol just the right amount. And then it can get really retarded really fast. But just the right amount, that mask will slip. And is you'll that see why who I don't – is that why people seek it? Is because they want to be – It's like it's the excuse. And that's what you be. definitely feel, right? You feel that and that's what you don't like. You don't like people being like, let's just drink and like we'll like party and do stuff and it'll be great. And it's like, why don't you just not – Drink and just be fucking a You're regular so, person. Yeah, just be yourself. Normally, instead <laughs> of like an uptight bitch that nobody wants to spend time with because you're fucking horrible. I can't wait to because it's like because you can sense there are people in my brain, and I think you and I are thinking of the same people. Of course. Well, there's a few, but like it's, I, the, you can just like sense how pretend things are how much of a face they feel like they have to put on in public yep and part of me like i love the kids but it's like i can't wait till those kids are teenagers and like go off the deep end and go off the reservation yeah just to like appall their parents because that's the one thing that like i can't understand either is parents that pretend and want to just show how well put together their family is and how wonderful their children are. Mm-hmm. And it's like kids are kids. Yeah. But that's why I don't hide the fact that it's like I have three disgusting monsters that fart and are gross and smell all the time and do really, really cra- – like it's – it. I on that, hate – So on that topic really quick. So I walk into the bathroom yesterday or maybe the day before. It wasn't like the bathroom was in, in shambles at all. Their bathroom. But there is a um, a towel, like, so like a regular like bath towel. It's on the floor. And so I, without even thinking about it, I take it with my foot and I just wipe all the floor in front of the toilet. Mm-hmm. And then I scoot it to the side and then I go to the bathroom. And I go, I wonder if anybody else just has a piss towel. Mm-hmm. Like this is the piss towel mm-hmm. because if you have three little wieners running around your house, like I legit everything's think, covered in piss. 
Well, I mean, yesterday I, I had built, we had a massive pile of wood because we took down our st- step for our fence. So we oh, had yeah, this yeah. massive pile of wood. And I'm like, it's freezing out. I have nothing to do. I will I will burn the step. So like, I make this fire and then the boys come out and they're just like, can we pee on it? <laughs> And we also had a friend over, didn't we? Oh, yeah. There's so the no... friend wanted to be on it, too? Yeah. But it's like for Henry, it's just the toilet is literally like 15 inches away from the towel. But that's too yeah. far to walk to pee in there. Just we nah. have to pee on the t- They're They're legit. It's like they're like animals. I know they are animals, but it, that's how it is. It's, yeah. just, it's constant marking. Yes. Henry will pee in plants. He will like it's 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 like huh? what you see as jokes in movies are my children. Yeah. But they're also like, I hate going places because no matter what happens, it always involves our children. Whenever they're like, we go to someone's house and like everyone has to time out and like uh-huh. there has to be an adult like intervention s- intervention and like stern talking to it uh-huh. always involves our children. And but, I hate that. But for me, I've told you this from like probably from the day that they were born. Like it's I want it to be that if you come over to the Fairbanks house. You might get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Period. There will be the axe Fairbanks throwing. boys. <laughs> the Fairbanks boys are going to have because it's then there's a fine line, right? Is if the kids are acting a fool and they are doing something that's fucking dangerous or they are destroying something, it's like it's no, like they get called on the car before they might get their hair, like they're going to get their ass corrected. Yes. But outside of that, we do have to allow boys. And little girls to just fucking be themselves. Well, they're, they're going to have their whole lives me, to pretend to be fucking somebody else. Of the adult interventions that happen mm-hmm. when we are with a group don't need to happen. And they happen for one of two reasons. Go ahead. It's either that they page. are trying to show that they are a responsible adult. Look at how wonderful I am at parenting. Yep. Or that it is so which is fine and that may be the way it is but it's like it's so out of the ordinary that this is level 11 for them yes. and it now requires intervention where it's like folks this is a tuesday this isn't even a tuesday yeah the fact that there's no knives in their hands while they're doing said dangerous thing like and again my entire existence may be skewed but that is my existence it is skewed. and I, first of all i struggle it's why I very, very rarely ever will correct children. The only time I will is if it is becomes a dangerous thing yeah. or if the child requires correction to the point that it's like they need to be put in their place. Yeah. If they're being a little shit heel, even then I don't do a whole lot because I just think I'm like, mm, this is interesting. Obviously, you're allowed to act like this and this is acceptable behavior. Right. And I take that. But it's like I will very seldomly correct somebody else's kid. Correct someone else's kid. Because you don't want to get punched in the fucking mouth. Well, that and it's like like, (laughs) but there are a lot of people that are willing to. Oh, yeah. Say what they think needs to be said about my children. A lot of mothers. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. Because it's just like you you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you are correcting my child mm-hmm. when I am here and I have not corrected them means that you think that my job, I'm not doing my job. And it's you have you have literally no idea how much shit I have to deal with is the only sane person in my household. <laughs> but the reality is, is my kids still have their arms and legs. Mm-hmm. No one's gouged an eye out. Right. They seem to be like functional, normal kids. Correct. This is just how they are. They're just, they're rough and tumble boys and they have no filter because they don't, because I am not a mom that's going to 
whether it's right or wrong, you agree or disagree with it. It's just, I, I don't, again, I don't let them be psychotic. We definitely have talks before we walk into someone else's house of like, listen, if you guys don't want to get talked to. Yeah. Like, you need to behave and like what it means to behave. Yeah, and don't they, try and burn anybody. Don't try and don't spit on anyone. Yeah, like there are just common things that you mm-hmm. don't do. But right. just their existence <clears throat> as a boy is rough and tumble. Yeah. So there's going to be pushing and there's going to be wrestling mm-hmm. and they're going to spill a drink and they're going to like f- fall down the stairs. And like there's just things that just are just normal things that occur. Yep. That other people don't seem to to deal well with. Which is again why I... There are, I can count on less than one hand how many houses I feel very safe about going to. Sure, with the boys. With the boys. Yeah. I feel safe going to the Harlows because it's strangely enough. Are you going to name all four people? (laughs) No, (laughs) but I feel like, I feel like, well, the Harlows, because they're the closest, the Harlows and the Harrises, right? Sure. Uh, But I feel like whether it's because Brent grew up with three brothers and knows how it is, because like strangely enough, they have two girls. Right. But they are the most, like, they're chill. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. They, there is an, 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 a sense that it's, we are welcome here. Right. And that it's, like, it's okay. Right. Again, there's still things where it's like, God. Because most of the time, it's not always what they do. It's what comes out of their mouth. Uh-huh. Where it's just like, oh, my gosh. It's terrible. But they're an example where I, I enjoy being there because... Because you don't have to feel bad. Right. About about the existence of my children. So but, but there's that so there's that piece. So bringing it back to kind of the original conversation. I, I, I well, no, no, no. That was that that we haven't even gotten there yet. But but it all comes to because of the holiday season, there are a lot more activities of like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna be together with people. And it's but it just you were talking about just being able to have the kids. And have the boys that come over and then being able to really, though, it's it's that that mask, right, of the people that you dislike. And there was you were saying there was like one of there was two two reasons. It was like one of two reasons. It was the first one was like the boys. It's either that they are trying to show that look at what a good parent I am because I'm parenting. Right. Because, again, whatever own inadequacies that they feel, which, again, as a mom, I get you yeah. f- You constantly. There is not a point in motherhood. I think until they're older and they've made it where you're like, oh, I've done something right. Like, we're just too much in the shit right now. So it's constant failure. We're just like, is it really that you feel like you're failing or is it the, the perception that you're failing by others? It is. It is both when when it is like. When your kid does something really shitty, like with Henry, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. He's a dick. He can be, and he says really terrible things to me. Yeah, like, and he knows that he does it. Yeah, and it's not even like it. It's not even like, oh, it hurts. How could you say that to me? For me, it's like, how do you feel? What have I done wrong that makes you feel that you can say that to another person? But you do realize that he doesn't know what he's saying. He knows that it's a diss because he has older brothers. It's so true. that's the issue. The issue is, is that and his oldest brother talks mad amounts of shit. Right. So he talks mad amounts of shit because he's older. Right. That's what happens. You get 12, 13, 14, 15. You are starting to really perfect your shit talking to other people. Yeah. Especially if you play online 
damning, right? there's no consequence for and your shit. And there's no filters at all. <laughs> Some of the most racist, horrible shit you'll ever hear in your entire life is going to be in the middle of a modern warfare game, mm-hmm. right? It just is. That's how it is. So he has an older brother that participates in that world that's older. Henry really likes spending time with his older brother. So Henry also watches YouTube and everything else, right? All other sorts of bullshit because his brothers watch it, right? His his amount of time that he was watching Paw Patrol and uh, Bubble Guppies, right, was like – the smallest window out of all the boys, which makes total sense. (laughs) But it makes total sense because he has older brothers. So you have a complete and total unfiltered psycho that then parrots insults that he knows works because he sees them and he hears them. So he just says them. He doesn't know what he's saying. And that's where sometimes he, the difference was Jack did the same thing. Right. But Jack was always aghast at when he would get in trouble when he was really little. He would say something horrible. You'd get mad at him. And then he would be mad at you for being mad at him because he had no idea what was going on. Henry does not. Henry will recognize, oh, what I've just said has gotten more of a reaction than I was anticipating. And he will, if he knows he's fucked up, he will say, I was just kidding. Because he doesn't know what he's just said. Or he'll double the fuck down and keep throwing insults. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) Like physical punishment. Mm -hmm. Like mental warfare with him. He'll go down. Like he'll die. He will die on a sword for everything. Uh But but what I'm saying is like as a mom, when they make bad choices. You take it personally. Because it's because it's like it's literally my job uh-huh. to mold these creatures, right? And when they screw up, like I understand there's going to be scripts, but it's like the way that they are. It's like is it because of the way you are? Is there a biological problem in your brain that you're not normal, or have I done this to you? Have I not done something? Have I not hugged you enough? Have I not spanked you enough? Have I not like it's? He's not sacrificing animals here. Yet. No, no, he will. no, 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 John, no. you had a conversation with him yesterday. <laughs> I was pushing, that he wants to I do was, medical no. experiments on the homeless. I was to pushing. perfect superhero <laughs> powers when he gets older. I may have been pushing. I just wanted to hear him say it. I may have been pushing him in a specific direction. But like, he, there's okay, no- hold on. We got to give some context because this is a great story. So <laughs> Henry. Henry, at this point, right, is, is is a young a young lad, still under ten. He's six. He's six, John. And, He's six. And he most recent so he has been his go to of what do you want to do when you grow up has been he wants to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. That's been consistent for years now. Mm-hmm. And so within the last year, his change now has been I want to be a scientist. So that I can give myself superpowers. To defeat his enemies. Well, yeah, I was getting there, right? So to give himself superpowers so that he could have like mind control so that he could take over the minds of his enemies. Yes. And like super torture and kill his enemies. <laughs> like you need to add in that part. Like there's See, he something doesn't wrong. say torture. <clears throat> he you has added, said torture to added me. T- no, he talks about <laughs> torture and killing in that context so, with me. Now, whether it's just me order. with me, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, to he doesn't throw response, in. He, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a lot of that. So then 
yes, yesterday, last night, he was like, same thing. Like, I, I want to be the scientist to give myself superpowers. But he's like, but I need to be able to test the superpowers, mm-hmm. like test it in case it doesn't work. I said, well, that's why you would use, you should use the homeless It's it- because people won't miss them. That's a terrible thing, John. If they die. And he thought. That's brilliant. Th- that was a great idea. That's a terrible thing, John. I'm, I'm wow. That, you are a bad parent. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. That's a terrible thing. I don't want him to kill himself. Don't. Yes, please do not. Sh- no, so we may. And the fact is you don't know. You don't know if you're breeding someone that's going to be a total psychopath. But you you can't tell him those things, John. But I also don't want him to die if he is a scientist and he is testing things. I don't want him to test on himself first. That would be a, a fundamental mistake. We do need to establish that. Mm. There are lab rats. Oh. So animals. No. So test them on animals then. So now we know where it really comes from. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, but so that's, that's not it. funny. It's it's bad. No, it's not funny. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, so but he, yes, going back full circle is as a mom, especially when you're in the shit, and we're about to peak it right. It's like after teenage dumb. So. We're going off on tangents, and we'll go on for the little one, and then I'll come right back. I promise. I have no problem. But I have friends because it's Christmas. So they're picking up their kids at the airport from their first year away at college. Sure. And they're talking about how, like, the kids are coming back. And it's like they wake up the next morning, and, like, the dishes are done, or the trash is taken out. And they're like, oh. Like, it's those moments. Yeah. That I think you search 20 years for as a mom. Where it's like, I did so, like they they've done this on their own. Yes, like yeah. they're not a complete shit heel. Like they're gonna make it, guys. They're functional members. Like, of took society. the garbage out without being asked. They're gonna make it. Like it's it's so stupid, but it's so real. I understand. And it's like right again. The teenage years I think are the worst because they just make like kids make terrible decisions from the time they're two. They're just they're so stupid when they're little. Because they're te- because it's all brand new. It's they're all testing new. everything all they're the testing time. Every- and they try to kill themselves all the time. Yes. And then you reach the point where we're at where it's like they can usually get through without killing themselves. Right. But we're about to embark on another big hump where they're going to try to kill themselves or other people in a lot more like in a dangerous way that has like legal consequences a lot more. Yeah. The That's odds what- of them killing other people as a small person is very small. Yes. But once they become teenagers, it's the the consequence of their stupidity is a lot higher. It's much higher. Yes, and that's why it's like this. We're in the shit right now, so yeah. it's constantly just like, what am I doing wrong with you? Like, why are you a lazy piece of shit? What have I done wrong? So it's constant like this failure. Well, the good news is that if your kids are a lazy piece of shit, it literally is only your fault. I know there's like the nurture versus nature thing, but again. <laughs> If that is innate within them, which for sure it is with our fucking oldest. Right. Right? He's sloth-like many, many times. I know where it comes from, too. I think he just gets it because the girl he likes really digs sloths. Well. I'm just saying. 
his betrothed. You need to, it's not it's a betrothal that was prearranged since the second grade. So maybe she needs to start liking lions? Cheetahs? Yeah. <laughs> Energizer bunnies. Hummingbirds. <clears throat> but um is I know that that's innate within him. But Indeed. then for me, it's like, I can't just be like, well, that's the way he is. It's like, no, Correct. it's my job. It's literally what I just said. If your kid is a lazy piece of shit, it's your fault. Yes. Yes. Thank you. As a mom. I'm glad we gonna, got there. <laughs> as a mom, you're going to take, you're going to take that. You're going to take that. Yeah. And yeah. You're going to take it no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's true. And but I don't think you should. I often feel what it must be like to be like Ted Bundy's mom. Okay. She was a bag of cats. She was a bag of cats after watching. Like, I know. Like, she wasn't fully there. Yeah. And there were some things that happened in that poor boy's youth that don't get talked about because she was a bag of cats. Correct. But everybody looks back on their childhood, I think, as an adult. And it's like, God, how did I come from my parents? Like, how did I even make it out of that mess? I don't think everybody thinks that. A lot of people do. Yeah. Like, I think when you, because it's frog in the boiling water. So, like, you're in it, and those are your people, yeah. and then you leave, and then, like, you get your own person, and you have your own kids, and you look back, and it's like, how did I come from you? Ah, uh, maybe, but I think there's also a large portion of people where they're, like, they're just, like, striving to be as good as their mother, or the grandmother that, right, like, whatever it is, right? I guess that's true. There's, there's another element of that. Certainly, for, like, it's, you may be projecting like oh, how you're looking at like me oh. or your <laughs> or or things yeah, where but, like you see be like wait like it and and but that's why i've always said like there's the fork in the road like it's one of the oldest like it was like one of the first things i ever put on like when you're trying to be like fucking cool with like myspace or some shit and you like put a quote up it's mm-hmm. like this is the quote and i live by mm-hmm. so it was like this was one of those ones right that i did and it was, um, you know, there's two two brothers, right? Uh, one brother is insanely successful and owns his own business, Fortune 500 company, multimillionaire, lives in the penthouse in, in New York City. His twin brother is a homeless man that lives in Central Park. And if you talk to both brothers and say, why is it you are the man you are today? They both have the same answer. My parents. My dad. Yeah. So it just is whether you went left or you went right. 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 And it's just going to be. I get way, that. You know what I mean? And like, I know that's that ultimately me. like they have to form their own path. Yeah. But again, as a mom, it's just I think you're constantly reliving those moments of failure that it's whenever they do something, it's on you. Yeah, but it, it is. It's such a. I know it's not rational, but as a mom, again, it's, it's our job to <laughs> mold these creatures. Yeah, and to do the best that we can. And there's zero reward. There's zero like mid-year employee review. Do you know how you can avoid this though? Completely is just don't raise your kids. Work full time and then get a nanny. And then daycare. Or just blame the school system for why they are the way they are. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get that. But, okay. So, God, because I'm going to lose it. We're coming back. So, why parents that correct my kids in front of me? It's either like yeah. their own insecurities within themselves where they need to demonstrate in a public forum oh, what, yeah. what a good parent I am. It's like the actual social media, the public square. Yeah, because for me, it's like 
Okay. The, you're, posturing. You're, you, yeah, you are disciplining the children mm-hmm. for something that, in my opinion, is stupid and doesn't matter. Right. That's why I didn't intervene with my own kid. Right. But you're doing it. So it's like, would you have let this slid when we're not around? Is it infinitely worse when we're not around and you are overcompensating? Like, these are what go- this is what goes through my brain. But in my opinion, it's usually either that they are they are overcompensating or they're trying to show what a good parent they are. Yeah. Or the other reason truly is, is that their kids are. They don't live in our existence. So talk about frog in the boiling water of how much more heat we can handle in terms of like what's sane and what's not. Sure. Because it's. The story we always tell is like the friends that have the two daughters where it's like they had they're playing with like the glass chess set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's it was been like in the... the family for like. And it's like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. You have a glass toy that your four year olds are playing like with. Multiple small glass toys. And they're not. That have already made it through one of your children. Yeah. And now your second child is not it's playing like with. it's un- so we just live in a different existence. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because like I know. People that have three sons. Strange enough, it's with, with that's why I think the preschool group with Henry. Yeah, we've bonded so heavily because there were so many three boy moms there. Oh, sure. And I know a couple, but mainly in our main group of friends, everybody has daughters, and there's not, there's nothing, of course, wrong with it. Right. But it's like you just don't know. I can't tell you how much you just don't know. Yeah. About how different it must be. I And that's what I always get to when it's like, oh, well, you don't have a daughter, so you don't know. It's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> a, the, I have there's a different war, right? There's different warfare. Well, your brother, your brother did that a lot to me, which is like, bless him, sweet Keith. Yeah. But it's like, when it came to his daughter, it's like, oh, well, you don't have a daughter, so you don't know. It's like, I have a vagina. I don't know if that counts, but like, I know what it's like to be a girl a little bit. Yeah. So... I understand girls maybe just a little bit more than you do. Number one, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But number two is like, bitch, let's go on the flip side. For me, it's like, you you don't know what it's like to have a daughter. But it's like, and you really don't know what it's like to have multiple sons. I love them to pieces. And I I realize that I meant to be a boy mom. Indeed. Because yesterday at the fire... At the fire? I okay. Was, I was really proud of my fire. You were. Because I feel like that's a skill. Like, it's a skill I want to have. Like, I, I want to be know. able to kill shit. I didn't know you I were, like, be- outside waiting for me to come see it either. Oh, I wanted you to see how big my fire was. <laughs> I call you. I made I'm a in there, big and, fire. And you're like, where have you been? I'm like, I'm in here building shit. Doing man shit. I was building shit. shit, too, and doing man shit, too. <laughs> you're like, well, I, I made this big-ass fire out I here. made a big fire. <laughs> I was so proud of my fire. With one match, I did it. That is good. And without a fire starter. I'm very proud of you. But we're shooting around the fire, and Jack is telling his friend, he's like, yeah, like, if we were at war, my mom would, like, go and fight and, like, leave us children to my dad. So he's he's talking. I'm like, thank you, Jack. Because I would. You do talk about this frequently. But in our when we're doing homeschool stuff, oh, because you and him are doing war stuff right now. 
We've done a lot of war stuff. War so it's like we went straight from the Revolutionary War, and apparently there's like a 50 year period that just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're gonna skip it. We're gonna go. Well, war is more fun. Just stay with the wars. Yeah, and then just they jump just from jump war to, to war. Civil- we don't need to know why it started. Civil War, but always it's like, <laughs> what was the woman's role? What was the woman's role in Jamestown? And what was the woman's role in the Revolutionary War? And now the Civil War. And it's always like, they they sewed hats and scarves, and you know they just and body bags. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> But it's just stupid bullshit. And Jack's always like, would you sew things? I'm like, no. I'm like, I I." You just talked about, at the beginning of this episode, wanting to, like, crochet and sew with grandmothers. But if we're at war... Oh, I understand. You are strained to care for the children. I'm a peacetime sewer. I'm a peacetime, yes. Yes, indeed. If we're at war, I have an innate desire to want to kill things. I, I, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm not anti. So, if we had a daughter. Indeed. She likely, which again, how I was raised. I was not raised girly at all. And again, you could argue of like, this is the way I am versus how I was raised. Mm-hmm. They're kind of one and the same. Uh, yeah. I had natural tomboy tendencies anyway. Sure. But for sure, there was never a point where it's like, you should probably like wear dresses and curl your hair and look like a lady. Yeah. That never was incurred because my mom is definitely not a girly girl at all. Right. It's crazy because like, but then I also wish. There's so a much lot. conflict. It is going, but it all comes from the holidays, which is like, it's the holidays. Everybody gets together and I always get sad. Oh boy. There's a thing that's going viral right now. Where it's from this dude that's probably his early 20s or maybe in college. And he posted, his mom sends an email every year. Okay. Of like between Christmas and New Year. Christmas, I'm sorry. Like the week of Christmas. Yeah. When like nobody's working type thing where everyone is getting together. Yeah. So she sends an itinerary essentially of like, I'm meal planning and this is what you're going to be served every day, bitches. And like this, is, and it's, it's awesome. This mom is so awesome. Okay. But he's like, this is how it is legit feasible that I gain 20 pounds in a week. Because oh, okay. it's all like she, she goes into detail of like everything she's going to cook and make and like the snacks she will be served day by day. <laughs> it's like, this is Monday is a work day. So we'll be at work. So your ass is just going to get chili and fresh bread with like a serving of this and a serving. Like it's it's awesome. <laughs> but it's gone viral. Okay. At this point. But when you read it, it's like. It's not, it's not viral on my feeds. As weird as that seems. Well, are we surprised by that? <laughs> no. The phone literally knows what I'm thinking. Well, yeah. That's how it's built. Yeah, all I get now are. I, occasionally I get things that should not belong there on my feed. Every once in a while, it may go awry. Yes. Yeah. Where it's just like, what has Henry been searching for on my phone? <laughs> it I also get... picks up stuff that you say out loud. I know that. So. The matching undies thing, John. I know. You now keep I saying get... it and it's going to come up again. But you want to know why? Because you just said it again out loud. I know. We need the matching shark undies, though. I love him so much. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I love that you always start with it. Like, I love it, but don't get it. It's such a waste of money, but I is, love it. I, yes. And I need it. But I don't, don't get it. I don't need it. Like, that's what I'm right. But, <laughs> but I need it so badly. Yes. <laughs> I love this bitch. I love it. Continue. But I'm too cold to just be in underwear, so you would never see him. Think about how cold I am. Could you imagine? Maybe in July. This ad needs to come back in July. 
And then I'll think about it some more. Phone, July. Undies. Me undies matching July. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Got it. Continue. Oh, I lost it. Here we go. I have a problem. Where were we? We were going somewhere, too. Matching underwear. I don't think it was about matching underwear. It wasn't about matching underwear. Ads. Phones. God, I lost it, John. I'm so I lost sorry. It so much. I got nothing. I was just long for the ride. I lost. I wasn't so keeping hard. track. Children. Some of you. Oh, the mom, the itinerary. Yes. I get sad. Got it. Yes. Because, like, on one of the days, it's like, because again, this is obviously a week where their whole family gets together for the entire week however many babies she has and their spouses and whatever. So like one of the days it's like the girls have pedicures at 1130 and the boys have to stay home and do this and this and this. And then the boys like may join us for lunch at 3 PM at this place. And like, how do we feel about bourbon tasting and how, like it's, it's so awesome. Cause she is like all the sounds things. awesome. Yes. But I get sad. Okay. And I've, I've talked to you about this heavily. It's a, I've never had a sister. Yeah. Right. You know, it's what like girlfriends are as well. But it's it's like I don't know how to interact with the girlfriends. This is also true. Where I don't know how to like it's, I'm comfortable, but I'm not comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm comfortable with you with with uh, with my husband and other people, but I don't think I could ever be comfortable with you just alone. Well, you and I are alone a lot. And not, you, but just, with them, yes, right. yes. Like it's weird. It's just, I don't know how to be. And I don't know, like I've never, because my brother didn't like me. I felt, I was, it just, I was alone a lot as a child. I I know you need a lot of therapy. I do. We've talked about this. But it's like, I think that's what it is. So getting together for the holidays, like I had girl cousins. Yeah. But it was always like, even even it was put on me. Yeah. That like, and they were older too, but like, Mm -hmm. it was like, they're the pretty ones and they're the special ones and you're just a black sheep piece of shit. Could you take your ugly cousin with you and do ugly cousin things? Yeah, but they always, they were always very, and I get it because they were looking now that we're all adults. It's like, what the fuck, man? But like when (laughs) they were just old enough, when you're like, when you're 13 and they're 17 and 18, like there's a a loser. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. And they are going to be very condescending towards you because you are you and are little. little. And yeah. that's how they always treated me. So I, I never, like, mm. I had no sister. I didn't get along well with my cousins. I had friends that were girls. But, like, when you're talking about holidays, you're talking Female about Female cousins. Lot. Yes. Yeah. You're ta- my, my, cl- my best friend was my cousin who was a boy. Right. We had sleepovers with grandmas all the time. We spent literally almost every day together. Yeah, you did. You just, you haven't put in a lot of time with other females. No. And when you have, it's typically been unpleasant yeah my friends that i had growing up that were girls i weren't like in our neighborhood and stuff that i would see because back then it was just again nobody had social media no one had a phone so it's like literally the only way to see your friends that were girls was to call the family house phone yeah and hope that they would be there and hope that the moms would allow us to like hang out for a little bit but you have the friend's friend that you have That is an adult and is a female who's been a friend of yours since high school mm-hmm. is you, you def you have a thing where you are loyal, like to a fault. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's been a part of your personality. <clears throat> it honestly is probably one of the more positive, if not the most positive character trait that was passed on to you and your brother, both from your parents is yeah. this, this is insane 
intense, deep loyalty. Mm-hmm. And that loyalty then makes it to where when you find people that are your people, they're your people forever. Right. And so definitely that piece of where you find somebody that's not a cunty bitch that is a female, mm-hmm. you like it's like, oh, like, no, this is my friend and we don't have to talk for months on end, a year, and we can pick up a conversation and it's right back as though we've been talking every day. Mm-hmm. That is what dude relationships are. Yeah. I could not talk to somebody forever. And literally one text, we could be right back wherever we were at that text, point. Text, yes. But like talking on the phone, I always go back to like no, Frank no. Mardukas from... Um, no idea. It's a movie. Okay. It's J.K. Simmons and it's Paul Rudd. We're like, he doesn't have any friends. It's not the other guys. It's like where she has a lot of friends and they're getting married. And like he doesn't have a... Be- Maybe it's called The Best Man. I don't know. Jason oh. something is like becomes his becomes his dude i love you man that's it yeah yeah but um how the jk simmons is dad he's like oh frank mardukas talk to him once a week for 30 years like it's <laughs> i love that you have the character in the movie yes got it All but right, i couldn't I'm remember the name of, yes but like that i don't have slap in the i don't know if i could talk on the phone with that's different person. no that, that's that different especially nowadays and nowadays in this climate what no, no, it's in it, it just it, it's how we communicate. Text messaging, DM, yes. that's how yeah. our generation communicates. Yes. They don't want to chat on the phone. So my point being is that <clears throat> I think you just haven't had a lot of reps of finding people. I think you have a couple of females that are in your life now that have the potential to have that same type of relationship with you. But it takes you getting out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to be alone with them and do shit. It's terrifying. I I know it is. And that's where I think when you were in high school, you don't have options. I also think it would have been more detrimental because if you had found a steady boyfriend in high school, you would have been a clinger 2000 and would have fucking freaked him out. Because it's like, no, 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 like we're, it's not every moment of every day together. Yeah. And you would have treated it like you're married. Oh, I did. With the one all the right that intentions. I did. Like you're describing it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's, and it's just that loyalty piece yeah. to where it's also just like, it's no, 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 like it's, I'm not going to leave you, but you are allowed to have your own life because I don't live with you. Like boyfriend girlfriend interactions is totally different. And you but I, I legit it. was ready to like be married marriage. at fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I should have been born. Yeah. In seventeen forty two. Yeah, married off to somebody and ready to roll. Yeah, but it, but it just there <laughs> so wasn't. Yeah. I, and I know that that's weird and that is abnormal. Sure. But that is that's just the way I was. Where it's just I didn't understand where it's like let's be in a relationship and like I like you. Yeah. And, like, we'll do things together. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I also, I'm not all about you. But that's not what it is. It's not. It isn't. It, that, that, no. What it means is, like, I like you. Uh-huh. I want to make out with you and do other things with you. Uh-huh. And, like, we'll go to a movie. Yep. Maybe dinner. But then, like, I also like this and I like this. And I, like, I think that that is yeah, normal. you're allowed healthy. to like other shit. Yeah, I'm saying it's normal and healthy. <laughs> but it's for right. me, it's just, like. Wait, what? If you love me, uh-huh. isn't this how love is supposed to... Like, it was confusing for me. Right. Because I didn't understand that it's... If we're together, then why is it like you only want to see me, like, every other Tuesday? 
Like I felt like the attention was all over the place. And just at that point, maturity wise, 99% of humanity is not there. I think boys and girls. Sure. Where it's just for the girls too. They want to do the same thing. Whereas I had no interest in like sexually experimenting or like doing things for fun. Like it's just, no, I'm, I have determined that I love you. So we are together. And that is why I am agreeing to do said things, said things with you. I get it. It's not like, but, but I think that's normal. The idea of like, we're going to go to college yeah. and have like one night stands and we're going to experiment and we're going to kiss a girl and we're going to do all this stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't have that part of me. No, sure. But that's where it's that lack of. So, yeah. And that's where I think it's just a lack of reps. Yeah. Because I think it's there because you have people that have been you've been close to that they are still your friends. And if they lived here, you would want you wouldn't want to do things with them mm-hmm. <laughs> because you have me. Mm-hmm. So you have this thing of like, no, I don't want to spend time with anyone else. I just want to be with my husband all the time, all the time. But see, I'm like Jack has that too. Correct. Jack just wants no one. He Correct. doesn't really need anybody else. But he also doesn't at times. He, does. he wants his alone time. Yes. He wants to be separated. He doesn't want to fucking talk to you on the phone. Oh, he hates talking. But he that's hates me. talking. That's Everyone. Me. He hates. He hates FaceTiming. He hates talking. He doesn't even want a fucking message. I don't. I don't want to communicate with you. In person, he's all. He's game. One hundred percent. But I'm like that too. Even with you, where it's when you're gone with things, I don't want. That's what baffles me. It's like, how was I ever once fifteen and could just sit on my phone with a person for three hours? And just like say nothing and do nothing and like watch a show together while not speak. Like, I'm like, this is stupid because even when you're gone, I want to talk to you and I want to hear from you. Uh-huh. But then it's like this. I I love you, but just come home to me. Right. But you're also busy doing shit. Yeah. So that's the difference is that you need to be busy doing shit. So you have your own shit. When you don't have your own shit, that's where problems arise. Is you're just sitting at home waiting for someone to come back. You're like a dog. You're like a puppy. Yeah. When's my person coming back? I want to talk to him. We know what it looks like because we have folks that are in our families that don't do fucking anything all day and they call 15 times a day. Yeah. And it's because it's I'm bored. I have nothing to do. And it's like then you need to find something to do yeah. to keep you busy. Yeah. And that is definitely where. So if we take it back to it is holidays? with parents. We haven't even made it to holidays. Oh, I'm tying in the holidays. <laughs> Well, so the holidays exasperates all of it, right? It's just, it just turns up. It's why I hate it. It's because right. it's just this forced time for me that is just, again, I've never had a sister. Mm-hmm. One sister-in-law is a total piece of shit. Well, yeah. And then the other one I haven't ever really bonded with. But you also haven't spent a lot of time with either. No, but right. it's like, I don't know if I want to. I understand. Because it's just like the, the whole thing is just like. Yeah. It's a lot. I understand. Not her, but yeah. like the whole situation that is always like when they're like, it's there's just, it's a lot f- of dynamics. There's a lot of things. Yeah. And for me, it's just like, I could just be by myself and just be fine. Like, I, that's what I always yeah. go back to. And so it's, I've never had a lot of this, yes, female dynamic, but I, I get sad. Right. I get sad that other families are going to get together for the week and yeah. like they there's there's crazy family shit everywhere. Uh-huh. But like some families seem to enjoy the week together where everyone's off and everyone's slowing the hell down. Sure. And we're just going to gorge ourselves with food 
and like eat, drink, and be merry for a goddamn week. Yeah. And it seems to be pleasurable. But a lot of times those types of things, the thing that went viral that you're talking about, it's those families don't live together. Who? You know what I mean? They are coming from afar. They come in. They get to see everybody. Because if you think about it, when we lived – when our situations, our living situation was that we didn't see everybody but once or twice a year, when folks came into town, there is no – it's just – it's whatever drives me crazy about these people, it takes about five days. It, ta- it takes – I've you know, I mean, it takes three days, three, four days. Three days is a magic number. Right. Yeah. But and that's <laughs> but also because people are living with you. Yeah. When you talk about these families, to so go back to your viral post, it's <laughs> those people aren't living with mom. Everybody has their own situation. They have their own space, whether they're at hotels or whatever, or you live on a fucking ranch that has hundreds of acres and you have your own little areas that people well, can live. I think live. everyone comes home for the holiday, it's for the week, and like they tolerate each other for the week. And I'm sure that there's problems and there's dynamics. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but there's a very different dynamic there to where you start to look at of being like, because this is definitely what the holidays turns into now that we have everybody here. And it's, we all fucking live here. We Which live 10 I, minutes from one another. I, I, I much prefer it this way. Oh, yeah. The because, alternative is much worse. Because having to go for the – it's like – because I, I, I tell the boys this all the time. Yeah. Because it's something that I really – I am going to be so sad when they leave because I love them to pieces. And, like, it's – I will be sad when my house is empty. Mm-hmm. I think that's a normal maternal response, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I also am so excited for them to fly mm-hmm. and to go. Because I tell the boys this all the time where I'm like, when you are married and have kids, I'm like, I hope that you just go on freaking vacation for Christmas. And I've doubled down on that heavily this year. Yeah. Because I'm just like, the 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 guilt that the moms particularly i think the dads too i think the dads get sad but because men aren't allowed to be vulnerable and ever express their emotions sure just they don't ever speak but the moms are always like oh okay like it's this weird guilt trippy could you imagine how devastated that mom would be if people weren't coming to her house after she built an itinerary that's 152 items long over the course of four or five days right and i get that and it's like i will always be happy to have my kids and their kids and whatever in their spots like everybody coming i get that like if when you are old and you have an empty nest right i can only imagine how much that is enjoyed Mm-hmm. and sought after yeah. but that's why t- it's like for, for me it's if the boys decide mom we get a week off so we are gonna spend it in acapulco then it's like god damn it you go to acapulco man right because it's i hope i may feel differently right i can't i don't know i'm not there yet but it's like i i know what it's like to be here where it's like the mom's like this the weird guilt trip thing the guilt trippy shit is what really throws you and it's so many moms do it and i don't think they mean to i think that they're just sad that their babies are gone and i get that and they Mm -hmm. want to be the grandbabies yeah but it's and i think for them it's like well this is what we always did for christmas it's just part of it where it's like we had to suffer and we had to go to our in-laws house yeah and we had to fight and now it's our turn damn it and so you need to do it and it's like why yeah this is stupid and i much prefer it this way where it's like fine we're gonna fucking come to your house for an hour we're not eating shitty dry ass turkey and like we're just gonna come we're gonna have a drink you can see the kids and we're getting the fuck out i much prefer it that way 
Well, and because we see everybody all all the, the fucking time. Right. But it, it was so much harder when everyone, when we lived away and it's like, we have to go. Because finally when we were like, no, we're not traveling anymore, guys. Like we yeah. have the kids. Like it didn't go over great. Nope. Eventually they came to us right. very reluctantly. Uh-huh. And then now finally they're here. That's what happens. Right. So, but it's like, God, it's not easy. And that's why I think like the holidays, they don't have to suck. Yeah. But I just feel like moms make it suck so hard. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I think moms are so well intended, but they're the ones that, well, first they are the ones that have to endure all the stress innately. They're the ones that have to shop for the fucking presents, wrap said presents, make all the treats, plan all the shit. Because if it's up to the dads, it's, I'm here. So, uh. You're going to watch football. And that's about it. That's the extent where it's the moms literally do all the shit. So I understand the stress is on them. Right. And that's why the stress is on them where it's like. Well, bad moms that you're the entire movie is about that. And it's tied to Christmas. Yeah. Like it literally is tied to or that was bad moms too. Yeah. It was like Christmas. But yeah. Because it's up to the moms to. Do it all. Do it all. And that sucks. But then again, it's like this weird, like for them, this internal reward apparently is like, I'm going to suffer and I'm going to cry and I'm going to be miserable for 30 years until my kids leave the house. And then I'm going to make everybody else miserable Uh once they have kids because they better come back to me. Sure. Yeah. It just just doesn't have to be that. And I just. It's exhausting. And I just hate, like, the present exchange because every year it's always like, what do you, what do I need to get you? I have to get you something. I have to get John something. (laughs) And it's like, what do the kids want? And, like, they're, 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 like, disgruntled. It's like, just give them cash. No, we have to get them something. And then they end up buying fucking, like, socks. And it's like, God damn it. Just, they want, they're. Kids nowadays, I'm sorry, we are past the stage of them being excited about like teddy bears and we still have Hot Wheels a little bit. This is new. That's well, why yeah, we're doubling been, down you've been, on you've the been Hot fight, Wheels. You've been fighting hard to try and get toys to matter. And that's just because of the advent of technology being so strong. Right. But yeah. for Jack and Michael, it's their past toys, guys. They're, and Michael is definitely teenager stage. Get him some fucking deodorant. Yeah. And like some hair gel. I don't I don't know what to like it's some some curve cologne. Like he's at curve. Curve is always the first brute brute cologne. Oh, you got brute? No, god no. I feel like curve was always like the you're super cool teenager now. No. Look, mine is so much worse. <laughs> mine was so first the first cologne I ever got was like the Michael Jordan cologne. Oh, I guess so. Cuz it was like the set that you can buy at whatever that comes with everything, right? And that was when I was I'm pretty saying. sure mine was like the Celine Dion gift set. Nice. Exactly. Those gift sets are exactly They're what so is. bad. <laughs> they are truly terrible. But they are it's always with like old spice. Yes. Like it's like it's the same time period. But it's um <laughs> where you just cauterize the under parts of your arms yes. to where it's just like, I don't know if this is working. It's just bright red. Yes. Just ugh, it's all rashed out. Um no, the um the cologne, because my family, and this is going to sound shocking to you, that my family's gift giving has always been that people give you what they want you to, to give you. Yeah. 
and you better be and appreciative you just need of the gift to say thank you. Yeah. It's, it's never like they, what you want. No, it's, never it's what they want you to have. Yes, absolutely. It's like they were they thought of you like completely randomly, obviously. Oh, it isn't. It is. It, and it comes from my mom's dad, right? So it comes from my grandfather. And for him, it always was, he just got you stuff that he wanted to get, get you. It was irrelevant what your age was, how old you were, or what your likes or interests are. Like, it just is, oh, that's cool. Well, I'll buy this for them. Or it just was, he bought whatever he liked. And then gave you it. So, like, the cologne I got at, like, 12 was Calvin Klein's obsession for men. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, it's a super fucking fancy, like, cologne that my grandfather used. It was way too strong for a (laughs) 12-year-old. Because when you're an old man, you need the strong shit to cover up your old man sting. Yeah, the death sense. Because you're dying. Uh Uh-huh. Nope. 12-year-old Johnny is out there with obsession Calvin Klein till I finally had a girlfriend that was like, I'm going to get you some cologne. And then she got me Aqua Digio. Which is the best which cologne. is the sta- you know what I mean? The standard cologne for teenage boys yes. of that's it. And it is the cologne. The problem is. I like your Norwegian shit though. Yeah. The Norwegian shit is my shit. I don't have it in here, but it's it's uh, upstairs. But it's. um. You looked up. I did because that's where I'm like, usually, I'm like, oh, where's that? Um, but no, like, yeah, no, it, it is. It, and they're very similar, but no. And that's what's so funny is that for me, like, Aquadigio is not a man's cologne. <laughs> for me, because I had it as a teenager. It is a young man's cologne, it's a, I will say that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a boy. It's it's a boy. By the time cologne. you hit 30, you need to switch. You need to go to, like, a Polo Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I could see maybe the obsession. Like, you need to switch by the time. Like, 30 is the max you could do Aquadigio. But I always felt curve was like the first. And say, I don't know what curve is. Oh, God. No. For men, it was like in a green bottle. And for girls, it was in purple. Oh, see, and like brute is in a green bottle. And oh, it's I like gas it. station cologne because your dad uses it. I'm pretty sure it's like aftershave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that the same thing? Are those two different? I don't know. What was cool is so my great Nana. Yeah. Um, lived through the Depression. So do we like was is Great Nana the Nana that we like or is Nana Nana was Doris got it Doris's mother was Lorraine Lorraine and Lorraine was was she a, a bit of a whore That's right that's what it was So she got she got pregnant when she was fifteen and was kicked out of South Dakota for getting pregnant out of wedlock so Come on she, South Dakota Yeah so she Step was up Yes yeah, so she made her way she was kicked out of the family Yeah so she made her way I think to like Milwaukee and then down to the Chicago area Okay Um but had Nana Doris Yeah in the end of the twenties so she was like roaring twenties all the way Yeah But my poor Nana Right Doris lived a rough life because she would remember because her mom never wanted her yeah. but back then right you can do a closet abortion i don't know at 15 what are you gonna do right yeah so um Maybe she could have given her away she could have yeah right so at least we hung on to the the it, ball and chain 
I guess. She could have given it to an orphanage or some shit like that. Right, but sometimes I feel like that's better than being with a mom that doesn't want you. I know, but my, that's what I'm saying. my nana would it. talk about how she would remember, like, coming home after school and the door would be locked. Yeah, mom's be- working John's. Yeah, because yeah. Lorraine had men in and, like, would not let Doris. Yeah. And she, she had to, like, sleep outside and, like. Jesus. Yeah, and then sure. poor nana grows up to have an abusive husband. and Oh, shocker. That and seems weird that that would have happened. Two-thirds of her life alone and sad and is afraid of love because with cancer. of with cancer and then dies of cancer. Yeah. Sounds like a love song. She, she is. But she was such a good nana. She, her and I, we were just, because we bonded the most because we were the most, because we were introverts. Right. We were bookworms. Like, we enjoyed reading. Yep. And we were just, like, quiet to ourselves to do, where none of my other, co- like, I was the only one that did sleepovers at her house. Oh, yeah. Your brother has a very different relationship he with did not Nana. Like, he did yeah. not like that. He did not like that. I loved Nana. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, how did this come up? <sighs> Christmas, holidays, Nana. Nana. Great Nana. Oh, perfume. Oh, got it. So, my, so Lorraine had Nana in right. the late 20s, hated her, but then lived through the Depression. So, Great Nana was a little crazy my whole life. Sure. Because um, she lived in Florida. She eventually went back to Florida, and that's where she lived for, like, 65 years until she was too old. We had to bring her back up to Indiana. So when they mm. moved her back up to Indiana, that's the stories where she had this cottage that she would... Um, this is one that we have to go see every once in a while? In St. Pete. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That was my only vacations that we took when we were little was going to Florida, and we have to go to Great Nana's house for a week, and damn it, you better be buttoned up because great nana so it's like my memories of florida vacations i love the smell of salt in the air and i love the palm trees yeah but we my week of vacation was we would go see great nana is this for christmas this was always around not for christmas but it was always in the winter it was when we took the vacation Right. right? right but i would have memories of going you have to spend the week at great nana's house and she would steal avocados from her neighbor's tree Amazing. And she would make us avocado and cheese sandwiches. And I hated avocados. But she had like the sandwich maker that she was obsessed with. And that's all she would eat. Sandwiches. Cheese and avocado sandwiches. That she stole. Yes. (laughs) And we would just play around her house. One day we may get to go fishing or go to the beach. At least it's the winter. Because this is St. Pete without AC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she never had AC. Holy shit. Ever. <laughs> right. Um, we were just, but it's like, you're in Florida, you should be happy to be here. But it was yeah. it was that. It was, we had so. to have avocado and cheese sandwiches. Yep. One day we may get to go to the beach. Okay. We would go to the thrift store mm. almost every day. Amazing. One day, every day. Yes. <laughs> and then one day a week, we'd have to go to this fancy seafood restaurant where we'd have to dress up and my brother and I were not allowed to speak or a great Nana would think that we were ungrateful children. That was our that and I'm talking like that was from from working memory until about probably twelve. That sounds fun. One time we got to leave because apparently we went to Disney when I was little. Derek may remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It. I remember him having a goofy hat that he brought home. Sure. And had for a while, but I don't remember going to Disney. And then one time we got to go to Universal Studios, but it was like y'all get lost. No, my parents said, we are going to leave St. Pete and we're going to drive to Orlando for the day and we're going to go to Universal. And Must it was have been a good year. Huge. Oh, I bet. 
and but it was the day that we went it was like a high of 40 degrees it was like abnormally cold and we didn't have, uh, have any winter clothes because we were in florida oh my god so my mom and dad reluctantly bought us a universal sweatshirt yeah. at universal oh my god and damn it they were angry that I, they had to spend like 25 bucks for a sweatshirt. the whole time but we were which frozen. would have been a 75 dollar sweatshirt yeah nowadays. i think the warmest it got that week was like 50 we've had friends come into florida before it's like oh it's florida during the winter it'll be nice and it's like fucking golf there's nothing to do (laughs) i remember yeah but um anyway so great nana lived during the depression and she there because even my dad because that was my dad's vacation too so that was our vacation that was my dad's existence growing up is you took the trip down to florida to see nana right yeah but she hoarded badly because obviously she had been kicked out of her house. Yeah. Like looking back from her perspective, she had nothing. And now she had a, a, a child that she had to deal with. Yeah. So she was very much like newspapers were like curtains. And she had a cottage where she hoarded things like she never got over the depression. Sure. And that's a common story, I think. Yes. Like it was bad. And um, so when we moved her up to Indiana, she had just eons of things. So she had going back to perfume. She had boxes of perfume like Avon bottles from the 30s. That's cool. Which we had, which I think my parents may still have them. But they were like, we like you, they would be in the shapes of things. Sure. Where it's like one was like a, a pipe. That you could like, and I used to pretend to smoke it when I was playing dress up as a kid. Sure. Uh, Just super elaborate, like glass crystal bottles that I'd pretend to make potions with, but they still had the perfume in it from the 30s. That's gnarly. But we had them all over the house. More more we're learning about products from back then. It's probably good that nobody uses it. Well, it's amazing. It makes sense that it lasted (laughs) 70 years. Yeah, it's probably super bad. Like it's. Because I'm pretty sure it's just like formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. And like (laughs) arsenic. I'm pretty sure it was just cyanide. It has a good scent once it hits your skin. It it probably was cocaine in it. (laughs) Just topical. Straight morphine. Yeah. Yeah, Like just crazy. But the bottles were awesome. But the the speaking perfume. So anyway, that was perfume. That was perfume. Holidays. It's like as a kid, I enjoyed like Christmas Eve was always at Nana's house. Yeah. But I just remember, like, I enjoyed my cousins and I enjoyed being the kid. Yeah. And ha- the perspective of a child is, uh, of course, but, very different. And that, I think, at the end of the day, when it comes to the holidays, that's why you put up with a bunch of bullshit as an adult. Mm-hmm. Is that it's for the kids. But, like, The I kids just... have fun doing it. The fact that it's not fun for the kids, that it would be madness. To where it's like, if this isn't fun, if the kids are not having fun... Then what the fuck is the point of any of that? Well, I and think that's, that's why I think once kids become teenagers, and that's what happened, that then you're like, uh, we're not doing that anymore. We're actually going to get the fuck out, and we're going to go on vacation. And that's essentially what my parents did. Right. But then the, it just bless my parents. I, they're they're very well intended. Yeah. But my dad, for him, it just. I think for him, it's like what a vacation was for him was just you should be happy to be here. Yeah. The fact that I'm not beating you. Well, what do you just Because my described? grandpa was super abusive. Right. Like so, it's really yeah. horseshit examples. Yeah. For like my dad, it, it was just the fact that dad's not beating us with a belt yeah. is the vacation. <laughs> I really think that's part of it. And so that's kind of what they did. And by the time we were teenagers, it was like, we're going to go to Florida and we'd start saying, because Nana was no longer there. So we'd stay at a resort in St. Pete. But the resorts were the retiree 
like the you and you had an extreme example on the other end of what vacation was and my vacation was literally we are in florida period sadness it was it was like we're gonna go to the early bird special dinners and we're gonna play shuffleboard and then we're gonna watch the six o'clock whatever you taught us all shuffleboard at the last uh campground it gets competitive and that was awesome you get you were so mad that i started getting better at it i was like it just was i started off just dog shit Mm -hmm. and by the end of the vacation I could not be beat. Mm-hmm. And then it was But very that really upset. was our yeah. vac- So it's like my parents were well intended, but they just didn't have plans for us as kids. And again, it was like yeah. I had a brother that wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. So I would request extra homework yeah. from the teacher because I knew I was going to be out of school. So I'd have something to do. Yeah. I hated the boredom. And I can't ever talk to my parents about this because they would think that I'm ungrateful. But it's like Come on, guys. It would be ungrateful. It, it, it ends up more or less. It hurts their feelings. Yeah. Right. Like because it, it was a be lot like of it's... like they didn't have like my parents bless them financially. They have done well. Right. But what again? A little bit like my great nana with like never getting over the depression. My parents never got over the late '80s when my dad got laid off sure. and he had two kids to feed. We hear that story often. Yeah, no, and I think it comes down to, again, what you kind of started the episode talking about, where it's like this immense amount of guilt that moms feel or this pressure. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is that it really comes down to where once you're old and you're an adult and then you can speak to your parents from almost that perspective of I'm an adult, I have my kids now, Mm -hmm. that's where parents start getting extra um, sensitive because what they do is they see you doing things differently than they did. And it hurts their feelings. And they're like, oh, it's because I did it wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, nah, man, like you just did it different. Mm-hmm. You just, you chose, you guys chose to do it this way. And that's why I think it's death if you come back to them and be like, hey, you know, this was really shitty. Yeah, yeah I never would. Have. No, no, not that you would. But and, that, and what's crazy, and this is where it really does come from, like there are people <clears throat> that are shitty. Mm-hmm. They're shitty to their kids. They do shitty things. Mm-hmm. And they were treated poorly. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's like it's that abuse. Uh, abuse. The fact Those that, that are abused become abusers, right? And, and your parents didn't do that. Your dad didn't do that. The, like, my dad should deserve a goddamn gold star for the fact. But there are definitely lots. There's lots of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but no. But the fact that he came from such an abusive environment. And did not. And did not do that to us nearly to the degree that he like it right he made a conscious choice to the best of his ability to do it differently correct and that's where i think it would be very hard too, to where it's like there are for you and your brother it's your dad is very ungold star worthy yes and yet in the back of his mind it's like I, do you have you any idea how hard it was for no me not to beat you clue. with a belt? Yeah. <laughs> you all have no idea what gold star worthy is. Yeah. Like I'm platinum. Yeah. I'm like, you should thank me. Yes. Till I die. Yes. Well, he very much has that. He does. Yes. But it is. So there's that. So it is. But that's where it's parents that are good. Which is the bar. And I tell you this all the time. The bar to being a good parent. Not that I'm a fucking expert. But I do know what I see. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to step back emotionally from pretty much any situation. Well, you, like you, Dave Harris, like these people that work with the youth, any principal, any teacher that's been teaching for and was worth their stones at all. Like it's you have you have a very unique perspective of what it looks like when people really are pieces of shit. 
and people that are really good. Right. Like you, you have. And it's the level of the, truly the bar is that you care. Yeah. That you are trying. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so silly. When you hear moms talk about, I fail every day or I'm a failure. And I hear you say these things because they're so real. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the silliest fucking thing on the planet. I think it's just it's it's and it's because the reason why it's silly is that it's no, 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 you don't understand the same way a baby doesn't fail to walk. Mm-hmm. If a baby felt that every time it couldn't walk and stand. Yes. I get and it. it fails. Right. We know that, that it's that never changes. But for some reason, for all of us, psychologically, failure is deemed as such a negative thing that to fail is like the worst thing in the world. And that is, especially as we've been watching, like we've been watching a lot of stuff about like entrepreneurs and early entrepreneurs and like whether fail, they are. Fail, fail early, fail frequently. Yes. All things. But it's, they don't view failure in that light. No. To fail is just, oh. Pushing the limits. That didn't, that didn't work. It doesn't mean that I am a failure. Well, and it's quite the antithesis is they almost, they almost search it out. Yeah. To see how much they can push the limit. Before, like, it's it's like, I want to see how many times I can poke the bear before he wakes up type thing. Because and, there's an opportunity to win a million dollars if you poke the bear just enough times. Yes, that's Like, it's I'm just saying. like there's, there's an immense amount of positivity that comes from pushing that limit and then finding yes. it. And that where just, there's no such thing as failure. No, but I think with moms, again, that are... As long as you're trying. Yes, that are that are decent moms. Correct. There's and it's something that I'm not saying it doesn't exist with dads, but it is different with like from a fucking biological standpoint. This thing has come from us. Absolutely. So it's we feel it on a on a more intricate level At, and there is obviously sure. a biological component i always think of like a mother coming back to mom, mommy bird coming back to the nest to like feed her babies uh-huh. where it's like this biological component of like i can't let this fucker die i have to teach it to fly i have to teach it to do this or it's not going to make it and it's going to be my fault do you know what mother birds do to one of the babies that will not eat they, they kick it out of the nest and they, yes, I know. They fucking throw it out of the nest. I know. So that the other babies can live. And so that the other babies can be successful. I know. I'm, I'm not that. But that's it. That's at the end of the day. It is, that is, that isn't even failing. I know. But it, I know. So for me, that's But I'm not it, saying it's rational. I'm just saying it exists. <laughs> it is. I get and it. And it's a thing with moms that I don't think dads, I think that they witness it. Yeah. From an outside perspective of like, this is crazy and this doesn't make sense. Because because it doesn't make sense and it is crazy. I get it. No, absolutely. I'm just saying it exists. I just hope that when my boys leave, that I am not the mom that guilt trips them into having to come back at Christmas and me be excited about watching my grandbabies open presents. I right. hope that I can just be like, you do you. Yeah. Whatever makes a good Christmas for your family, go do that thing. Yeah, I remember what it was like to be terrible. To be as opposed family, to like to I had young. to suffer, so now it's my turn to be rewarded. Right. With your suffering. Right. That's that's why I hate the holidays. We're on the countdown. What do we got? Six <laughs> days. <laughs> How many oh days till God. Christmas, Henry's? Um, six. I love it. You're right. Six days. Oh, I know. If I Michael 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 saw it on days until Christmas. 
behind the toilet. Oh, yes. And then he told me. Outstanding. All right. We're done now. Excellent. Henry's here. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay. Wherever you listen to our podcast episodes, we ask you to subscribe and leave us a review. This helps you get alerts when we drop a new episode. It also helps others find the podcast when they search for us. It'll only take you a minute or two, and we sure get excited when we see some love that comes our way. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate you joining us for today's episode. Till next time.